Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Welcome, welcome everyone. We're so happy you joined us and you're listening in. I'm Marge Bowen and I'm here with my good friend, Margaret Miller. Hi, Margaret. Hi, Marge. How are you today? I am great. How are you? Good. I'm excited for this topic. <laughs> Me too. Me too. So um, we, Margaret and I, are going to have a beautiful discussion about the first gene key, the very first one. And it is from Entropy to Beauty by Way of Freshness. And the dilemma is numbness. And I love, um, I love this topic about numbness. I think it's such a great, healthy uh, awareness to really open up to numbness, what it is, how it really does serve us, Margaret. So um, I know for me personally, um, there was a time in my life, and I think this is probably true for most everyone, where I was pretty shut down, so therefore numb to my own heart. It was in some younger days, but nonetheless, it was a long period of time. How about you? Did you? Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know, I feel like this is something that I have danced with actually throughout my whole life. And even even now, you know, there's times when when I uh, feel really shut down or and it's not it's not the same, though. It's it's not really a shut down uh, feeling anymore. And I'd say that's partially because of my study and contemplation of this particular gene key because it is in my uh, hologenetic profile so it's one of the gene keys that i i work with really closely in my life and and so what has changed for me with that is that it's not necessarily a shut down although it still kind of feels that way but now i can look at it and go oh I must need some time to rest. I must need some time to withdraw. And and I'm more likely to give myself permission to do that now, whether, you know, and it used to be when I found myself in this place, I might uh, go, I might not notice it for a while and then find myself in a very depressed state and and having a very difficult time getting out of it. So that's sort of what's transpired over the years for me. Well, and I, I agree that uh, we dance, you know, I think as we, as we have more and more experiences in life and have more time to dance with it, we really do see the cycles of it and we do dance with it differently. Um, and I also realized too, that numbness can be in different parts of our life where, so it may not be over here, but it's over here. And so I think a great, you know, meditation really is to stop and feel in each area of our lives. Do I feel numb at home? Do I feel numb at work? Do I feel numb in my friendships? Because it is a great communicator, this numbness, isn't it? (laughs) I was just thinking, you know, how do you tell when you're numb? 
It's hard, it's, isn't it? Right? How do you tell that from something else? How, you know, because because numb is is kind of like describing not feeling anything. And yet it is a feeling. Right. <laughs> and and you, you bring up a really great point, because what we tend to do is distract ourselves. So another question is not only am I feeling numbness, but am I distracting myself, which might be above the numbness, right? And what does distraction look like? Well, it's different for everybody. But for me, at least in and it can be still but for sure in my younger years, it, it was about busyness. Mm-hmm. You know, it was about I, I am so busy, that finally, I just moved to exhaustion. Yeah, I think I think this is exactly right. And I think you're what you've just described there are the two um, the two facets of this shadow, right? The the repressive nature of this shadow of of um, entropy, right? And we haven't even talked about like really what that word means yet, but we will. And and that that repressive nature is um depression like like really being uh physically mentally and emotionally depressed right and and then the reactive nature of that is that frenetic energy and that busyness and and i think that that i kind of went throughout my life i've gone back and forth between the two like in order to sort of avoid the the depths of depression, I would go into this frenetic stage and keep, you know, you know, like reaching out to people and keeping super busy and to the point where uh, it became, and I think I might've been doing this uh, recently, actually. <laughs> oh, I think I caught myself. Because, because it, it, it can lead to, like physical illness or, or, you know, some, some, uh, some distress that way because you're going against what is really actually a very natural process. Yes. And that is, um, you brought up a really great point about the human energy field and the human energy field. One of the principles is that, um, you know, that if I go too long with depleted energy, that has a physical manifestation. And I love that this gene key, gene key one, has this special relationship with gene key two, right? And it really is about the invisible and the visible and integrating those things. And one of the invisibles is our energy. You know, because if we uh, if we are running under the the assumption that just because I can't see it, it doesn't exist, we are not opening up to a lot more information that is that is in our universe. Mm-hmm. And so uh, paying attention to our energy and our energy within work, our energy within family, our energy within friend, friends, you know, all of those things can help alert us to the depletion of our energy. And that can be, you know, one indication that maybe numbness does exist underneath that. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, or that, that the, the numbness could be signaling that. 
could be saying, hey, you know, you're getting ready to be depleted here. So why don't you withdraw and allow yourself to go through that process? So, so what does entropy, what does that bring up for you? What does the word mean to you? To me, to, to me, entropy means, it very much means the loss or depletion of energy within any system. And we are, you know, any system, any system that can be, you know, we have many systems, we have business systems, we have government systems, we have body mind systems, we have, you know, we have family systems, we have all these systems, but we are a living matrix. And a living matrix means that, that we are physiological, we are mental, emotional, we are biochemical, and we are energetic. And health, in my world, health means the communication between all that system. So entropy is if that communication breaks down, or the communication within a business breaks down to the point where it's, it's losing power or losing something. Mm -hmm. rather than moving, rather than maintaining a neutrality or even in a growth cycle. Right. Yeah, that's a beautiful description of it and, and bringing it into the idea of uh, the, you know, like the body system. You can see how that's, that's true. I mean, it physically, it's going to affect you maybe on one level first, maybe emotionally first, or maybe uh, mentally first, but eventually, if that continues, if that entropy, that breakdown of communication continues, then it will, it's going to manifest uh, in, in the physical as well. Yeah, I think, I think most of us really relate to the entropy of muscles. If I am unable to use muscles in a certain part of my body, you know, then we lose muscle mass, and we lose strength. And now I'm limited in my movement yeah, and in the circulation of things. So, you know, it's the same thing, but on a grander scale. Right. Right. So that entropy then turns into like physical atrophy, which exactly. is a, a similar word, interestingly enough. <laughs> yeah. So, so what uh, I was thinking about, um, something that I, I read in this Gene Key, and, and that was about um, that this numbness, this when this occurs, there's several ways to look at it, right? I mean, we can, and and either we go into depression if we're just going to handle it from the shadow aspect, right? We're either going to go into depression or we're going to to make ourselves super busy and almost and frenetic, right? But if we have this awareness that that numbness, that, that, that state of numbness is actually a really fertile state. Numbness is actually an extremely fertile state of awareness, Right. That's the quote from Richard Rudd. And and this was what I was talking about. This is the the idea that I started playing with that that made me think, oh, maybe there's nothing wrong with this, because I think I was throughout my life had gone through these periods of, of numbness and and really, uh, you know, started to beat myself up or be really hard on myself. Like, what is the matter with you? What's wrong with you? Why can't you, you know? Why can't you do this? Why can't you do that? Instead of just going, oh, look, here I am in this numbness. I wonder 
what this is about. Like, you know, being able to ask the questions about it. Yes, everything you described, uh, the depression and the busyness, all of that is just being in resistance to whatever is to to that big space of numbness. Mm-hmm. That big area of numbness. Anything other than that is resistance. So I have, so I'm I'm, you know, at the end of this year, I have a kind of a big year next year. And at the end of this year, I'm actually, I've mentioned this before on previous shows, I'm I'm actually uh, letting go of an office space and moving into something different. And so I've had people who are used to me for, you know, over 20 years having an office, you know, asking me, well, what are you going to do? You know, like, what's next? What are you going to do? And I said, nothing. I'm not going to, I'm going to enter this period starting the new year in nothingness. And, and in a way, it's me exploring this numbness that has taken place, right? I tell them, I'm going to let the dust settle right? Because what I want to really do is let go and open up to new things. So I just described, you know, um, in a way, freshness, which is where we're going next with this gene key, right? Because the freshness involves a letting go. And it involves, you know, um, just listening differently, I think is a great way to say it. Mm-hmm. And opening up some space in my life and in my heart and in my head to just receive something new. And that's creativity. Oh, this is awesome. So I was just at, and the and the uh, hexagram for this gene key, the first gene key is six male lines and it's the creative heaven over the creative heaven, right? And I don't know if you've seen these cards before, but I'm gonna introduce them right now. Heaven, beautiful. Uh, This is the Gene Keys Synthesis deck by Richard, by Elijah Parker and Richard Rudd. Beautiful, um, beautiful creation. And each of the Gene Keys, you know, it has the 64 Gene Keys and then the the different, uh, the hex, different hexagrams and so forth. And, and so each of the gene keys has, it has all of this information on it. So you can use it like an, like the Oracle, the, like you use the I Ching, or like I'm going to use it as sort of flashcards to help me remember all of these, this incredible information, <laughs> you yeah, know, or, or, or just different ways of exploring it anyway. Yeah. Well, you've so, got a really great point, which is this this first gene key is a very young orientation. Yes. It, it's it, the I Ching calls it the cosmic consciousness. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we've mentioned early in just a little while ago that its programming partner is the second gene key, which is very, very yin. And this is the beauty that the I Ching, I think, teaches all of us is that Within dark, there's always light. And within light, there's always dark. We always have opposites. This universe is full of polarity, positive charge, negative charge, lightness, darkness. And it isn't about one is right over the other. Not at all. It's about the integration, the, the, the working, the blending of all of it and that we are all of that. And the universe is all of that. Yeah. And I think coming from that orientation can really help us see the patterns because i think that this 
you know, that's, we so much talk about being able to recognize the shadow and recognize the gift of each gene key. And these are all that really, they show up so much as patterns in our life, in the cycles of life. Oh, well, this is setting us up for a beautiful uh, conversation when we get back from our break. So let's go ahead and take that break where you're listening to Mystic Margaritas with Margaret Miller and Marge Bowen on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. So, Margaret, um, before we went on break, we were talking about the cycles of life and the patterns of life. And, and um, you know, we, we get to be in such a hurry. If, we're fe- if we think we're, oh, if we're busying ourselves and we're not aware of the numbness yet, or we're of the, we are aware of the numbness, you know, we, it, we're in such a hurried society right? We want everything to move along in a, in a very quick way. We're really used to that with our technology, aren't we? And, but the magic actually, and one of the mystical aspects of life is that the process will take as long as it takes and being able to uh, surrender to that is actually really healthy because it might take days, it might take months, and it could take years to go through this process of realizing that we're numb and being numb and knowing, you know, and knowing what's after the numbness. Yeah. And, and what is after the numbness is what you were talking about, that creative spark, that, that, um, that freshness, right. And I have a, you know, I, I really feel like this has been an important thing in my life and, and to really be an, beginning to understand it 
now it's it's helping me very much because I used to find that I would um, say I was uh, running a group or or doing you know doing ceremony with a, a large group and and I'd have this I'd have this sort of creative download happening and and be able to just like uh, speak my truth and speak this you know just like really lay it out there and then I would I would have this feeling of like okay now I need to run away <laughs> now that I've now that I've done that I need to run away and hide because and it wasn't until I started studying this gene key that I, I realized it was like oh <clears throat> that's because the freshness only lasts for as long as it lasts the creative process or that creative spark is only there as long as it's there and then then once it's gone there is that that requirement for aloneness or or retreat and about what you said is that what I was almost hearing is a vulnerability, right? What, what fall, what could follow in really putting your, you know, expressing your total truth is a, is a vulnerability in doing that. For sure. And, 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 and also, you know, because I became aware that I was quite influential in in those moments, right? In those moments of this, uh, having that creative juices flowing through and, you know, sort of channeling um, really powerful energies, that that was very influential. And that then when that subsided, the energy would go into that sort of numbness or or almost a, um, you know, a very internal and, and almost depressive seeming state where uh, that I would also be influential. So I could bring, you know, I could bring the crowd really up high, but I could also bring them down <laughs> really low if I stayed in that place. Right, right, is the, the dance of that energy. Mm -hmm. And it's such a high to be in that place. It's such a nice place to be. Do you feel it like is. a little bit of letdown when you're not in it? And yet we can't stay in it as you're saying. Sounds very, it's so creative. You're right. And, you know, um, life is a dance, right, between between the poles. And that's what Richard uh, says. And that's just what we're talking about. You know, this extreme pole of high or plus positive, you know, expressive young energy and then needing to accept that it's a natural state to move back into that yin energy. Mm -hmm. you know, that would what would be considered in in terms of positive and negative energy and negative energy not that it's negative but it's just a less than energy so that we can go deeper and into that quiet space to draw from what we need to do it yet again and be inspiring right so the 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 masculine energy of of this first gene key the six male lines versus the feminine energy of the second gene key, the six female lines, the six broken lines, right? Yeah. And, and the, the uh, shadow is, um, uh, what's it called? Dislocation, orientation, unity is that second gene key. And so you can kind of see how, how the shadows 
of these two, like the entropy, you know, you get into that numb state. And then, you know, in that second shadow, if you're still in that shadow, you can feel like everything's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> because when it's really not, but it feels like everything's wrong. Yeah, that's so interesting. You know, and I think freshness too, we're talking about freshness, right? This first gift of this gene key and this, the, which, which encompasses this, this being original, which is what you're talking about. When you're in that moment of expression, that's a, you are originally inspired and, and sharing that with others. And, and sometimes when we're in that, we need to also allow mistakes, you know, um, because any road to creativity, in fact, all roads to creativity is, is mired in mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a lot of judgment about mistakes. I was working with a client, a young client, 15 years old, so cute and such a little perfectionist. And um, we learn that, right? We learn that as we're growing up in these structures that we grow up in, that mistakes get graded down, <laughs> right? And so um, we learn to judge mistakes. And yet it is through the mistakes that we learn our greatest lessons and that lead us to the, our greatest creative efforts and existence. Right, right. And, and the, that creative energy involves, always involves taking that risk, taking the risk of, of completely falling on your face, <laughs> taking yeah. the risk of, of, you know, of, of making those mistakes. And, and so, so when we're, you know, when we're still, when we're stuck in the shadow of entropy, we are not willing to take those risks, right? That's right. But when we, but the awesome thing is, is that the freshness, that creativity feels so good that, that we, that, uh, you know, at some point we're going to bring ourselves back out hopefully and, and be able to take that risk again. Yeah. Well, if we can't, there's probably some kind, a lot of judging and, um, you know, we're back in that stuck place, of course, and that's where we get into some of the patterns, but yeah, the flame of creativity, how do we, how do we recapture it? Mm -hmm. How do we recapture that flame of creativity if we've lost it? It's it. I think it's really, it's not really up to us. (laughs) I think it, I think it's really a, a, like sort of a chemical process that happens in our bodies and in our beings in its own time. And if we can relax into the, into that entropy state, then it will show up. And, and, and then you ride the wave. When the wave comes, you ride it. (laughs) Driving is just allowing, right? Allowing the numbness, allowing the mistakes, allowing the boredom. Boredom is an interesting thing to talk about. You know, I mean, there used to be, for me, there used to be a lot of, a lot of judgment about being bored, right? I may not be productive. I may not be creative. I may not, you know, if I'm bored, then what's my problem? I may not be doing something that I should be doing. And then as life has gone on for me, and as I've learned, boredom is really a very wonderful thing. It's a Mm -hmm. very wonderful state because it's in that boredom and not in the boredom as much as it comes out of the boredom, a new energy. Right. Yeah, same thing, right? You're describing exactly this jinky, right? With that 
but using the word boredom instead. And so, so when, you know, when we decide not to, when we make the commitment to ourselves not to judge ourselves and not to make ourselves bad and wrong for being in this uh, numb state or this state of entropy or boredom or whatever, and just, you know, like maybe just just be with it and ask the question of ourselves, okay, I'll be interested to see what comes out of this, right? And if we're able to do that, something will, something will come out of it. Yeah, it always, it's always amazing to me to, to feel your way through something like this, because what, what we realize is that as we surrender to what we're in, in other words, we're okay to let it be what it is. It takes, if you really pay attention to the energy, it like lifts this pressure off that it needs to be anything else. And we don't even realize sometimes that 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 pressure is sitting on our shoulders. Mm-hmm. But when we allow it to be what it is, it, it, it lets go of this pressure and it actually enables us to move into curiosity and even play. Ooh, boy, that's a powerful thing. Let's talk more about this, about the play energy when we get back from break. Sounds good. Yeah, you're listening to Mystic Margaritas. I'm Margaret Miller. I'm here with Marge Bowen on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to MysticMargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. And we are talking about the first gene key and having such a brilliant discussion. And we're gonna take just a little bit of time right now to sort of let you know about some things that Margaret and I are both doing each individually in our practices and in our our, uh, professional life. 
And one thing that I'm doing that I'm going to be um, opening up is a class in January. And this class is the first of the applied physiology work um, that I have learned and used extensively in my neuroenergy kinesiology um, practice over the past 20 plus years. And this is a beautiful course, four-day course that actually teaches muscle testing, but it, it teaches how to identify stress in the body, mind, and spirit in a holographic way, which is really cool using the Meridian system and also teaches some beautiful um, correction techniques, including something called the figure eight system, which is actually another energy pattern using the Meridian system and how to use sound to do that and how to use some reflexology techniques to do that. Um, so it's a fun course. If you'd like more information about this beautiful, um, it's called a Gappy um, course that I'm going to be teaching in January, feel free to go to my website at margebowen.com or you can email me directly at margebowen at gmail.com. Margaret, what are you up to? Oh, I am still playing with symbology and astrology and gene keys and so forth. And, you know, that's, I think right now, um, that's my main focus is really helping people to, um, to dive into their symbols, to dive into their astrology, to dive into their gene keys, to dive into the Sabian symbols and astrology and, and to utilize that information to help them to have a deeper understanding of themselves. And, I, and you know, what comes out of that almost every single time is a, a feeling of uh, much more self-assurance and um, self-esteem like being able to recognize uh, our gifts and our talents and our resources that that we kind of knew were there, but but that show up in all of these different um, in all of these different maps. So um, I love looking at people's astrological charts. Um, I just I think I told uh, recently uh, told you that that I just became a Gene Keys guide, and so I'm able to help kind of point people in the right direction to look be you know starting the contemplation process of looking at their own hologenetic profiles in the gene keys and because that's a you know each of these things really is an individual study like the individual has to you know study it themselves to really benefit from it but i can be a pointer or a signpost for for those kinds of things so that's you're you're a guide in in helping them see how they can themselves delve into this information about them to really find their their spirit their soul and move through life in that way yeah absolutely and so if you're interested in having um me help you with your astrological chart or gene keys or sabian symbols uh, you can contact me at www.spiritwolfhealingarts.com and uh, I'd love to hear from you. So thanks. It, it's really fun. And, and, you know, when I teach people through the course I'm teaching in January, how to work on others, then it's about supporting others to see where they're stuck in their 
you know, in their, um, in every way, actually, and how to move through that and, and release that and get to the next point of evolution and for them. So it's, you know, it's so nice for all of us when we are in need, and most of us are in need of, of support in healing at some point in our lives. And it's nice to have a lot of options and a lot of different ways to really get to know you know, our own life uh, challenges and cycles and, and um, so that we can connect with who we truly are. So I really have such high regard for both of both of us and our work and what we contribute to the world, you know? Yeah, it's a mutual admiration society. (laughs) (laughs) And a mutual creative thing. We're now so now back to this gene key, because before we left on break, we were talking about creation and the you know the ability to to surrender to where we are and and have a little play energy you know be able to lighten up and that's that's the surrender piece right to let things to let us be where we are and know that there's such value in that place and then to be able to lighten up and have a little um, creativity and play in that. And I really value play. To me, play is all about heart. It touches the joy, which is linked to heart. And, you know, this time of year, we move into such heart chakra time of year, right? Because November is about gratitude. And gratitude is an emotion of heart. And then Christmas time is all about the heart, Christ consciousness. It's all about heart and seeing through love. And um, so I, I think it's perfect that we're talking about this gene key and, and, and that takes us into this um, beauty, right? I'm trying to see what, which is, it, it, you know, it's from entropy to beauty. And that's where we are now is to talk about beauty and what, what, it, what that means in terms of the gene key, Margaret. Mm. Yeah, so... So I wanted to uh, actually I'm going to I'm going to bring us back to freshness just for a minute, if that's OK, because huh. I, I want to just talk about the word itself and what that what it what that feels like. Right. Freshness. It's it is like it's more than just something new. Right. It's not just new. It's it's like uh, it's like. Um, aliveness, right? And and he, uh, Richard Rudd talks about this a lot in the, in this particular description of it. It's like this is about aliveness. And when we think about like fresh flowers, or we think about something, you know, the freshness of something, then we also recognize that it can fade, right? That that it does fade. That it's it's it has its season, like you were talking about. And this season. Uh, actually, you know, here we are in the autumn in the northern hemisphere where that freshness is actually, you know, it's it's fading. It's it's going out. And as it goes, as it goes, it doesn't go out. It goes in. <laughs> it goes inward. Right. And and so that inward heart energy then can it doesn't necessarily mean that we go right back into uh, into that entropy it could be that in that heart space we then unfold into and and have the experience of beauty and i love how he describes how richard rudd describes this in the gene keys book that the be- that beauty is 
it's not you know if you can describe it if you the minute you try to describe something oh that's beautiful you've you've lost it like but as you experience whatever it is that beauty looking at something through the eyes of love right through the eyes of the higher self then you are you are in it you are it and and you know you become it like seeing a landscape and just being you know and or the sunset or whatever it is and and feeling as if you are a part of it right and therein lies the I Ching name for this which is the cosmic consciousness mm -hmm. where the invisible and the visible become part of one yeah. to that i love that and freshness also makes me think of fresh perspective too because that's a part of it as well is shifting our perception right absolutely yeah and that's i mean i think that's how um like this is something that I taught myself uh, many years ago with, you know, getting getting myself out of those depressed states uh, would be like, just look at something, try and find a different way of looking at it, trying to find a different perspective. And once you do that, once you get that fresh perspective, everything changes, right? And then- Yeah, go ahead, sorry. That's okay. So go ahead. Well, it makes me think of art. That's what art does, right? Art is looking at something very differently. What one person creates, you know, 20 people might see it expressing something very different. So it's part of that creative process, right? Mm -hmm. Looking at it from different angles and different colors and different perspectives and, and interpreting it differently. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. So so the beauty part is the beauty a is it looking at a thing that's beautiful or is it something else like like the freshness we talked about, like it can be it can be like that perspective or that uh, just all of a sudden that light coming in or pouring out through you. Uh, and then so how does that then. Um, turn into that the city of beauty well for me beauty uh, you know richard talks about how beauty transforms and purifies and cleanses and when we do that when we transform within ourselves and we purify and cleanse our thoughts our thinking and our way of being then that really does connect us more to our soul our spirit and when we are more connected to our soul and our spirit, we, again, tap back into this cosmic consciousness. We're not, it, it takes us to that second gene key of unity, mm -hmm. right? We're, we feel that connection and we we're in that present moment and we realize the beauty of the present moment and that all is as it should be and all is in the perfect um, timing and cycle of things. Mm -hmm. That's what it means to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I was just thinking also that this is, uh, yeah, together with the 14th, 14th gene key in the ring of fire, and uh, this city, the chapter on this city of beauty is called the Promethean fire, right? And so it's like this 
this fire that burns from within, right? It's like the fire in our heart that 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 ignites and 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 I, I think about also the um, uh, the phoenix, right? The phoenix rising from its own ashes, and that's that's sort of another symbol for this for this gene key. And I just think it's a, I think that's a beautiful symbol for it as well. Wow, it looks like we're already at break time again. How did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) So, so let's go ahead and take our break. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bone and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're so happy you joined us. You know, Margaret, I was thinking about it on break, and and, um, I'm reminded that, you know, life is so messy, right? We hear that saying all the time, life is messy. And it is. And there's beauty in that. So beauty encompasses everything. It encompasses everything. And um, it's hard sometimes when we, when we're around others or we're in relationship or in at work or whatever it is, when things aren't going like we want them to go and we move into a little chaos and then there's a lot of, there can be a lot of judgment and drama and things like that. Um, we're in the middle of it, right? We're in the chaos of that energy. And yet we're able to accept that it's part of life, right? And kind of change our the draining energy and add more to our energy by realizing that there's beauty in that chaos, right? There's beauty in the learning of those moments too. Mm-hmm. You know, beauty is just such a big, it's so expansive, the conversation of beauty. Yeah, and and as you were describing that, I just kept thinking about, you know, looking at the world through the eyes of love. Like that's, that's what you see when you look at the world through your heart, when you look, you know, when you allow the higher self to uh, peer out through your eyes right that's what you see is the beauty in everything and it reminds me of um i had a dream uh last week that uh i was with some friends and and my husband and we were out i think somewhere in the 
in maybe in southern Utah because there was red rock country and it was beautiful and there were all of these tornadoes on this hilltop but it wasn't scary it was it was like it was just like awesome and beautiful and I was like the, the my uh my friends had gone over this hill and I couldn't see them anymore so I'm just looking at the top of this hill where all these tornadoes were and then I look over and there's this giant bird in the sky and and I look at it and I go whoa it's a phoenix and as I said that the phoenix tucked its wings and and dove down and went right through my heart right through the center of my heart <laughs> quite the dream yeah it was and it was like this it was this message to me it was a and, and this is how I interpreted it was that this is you know this is the work is to allow ourselves to be you know to be burned up and to be have you know become and then rise from those ashes and and allow uh, allow the transformation in our heart to occur so that we can look out at the world through those eyes of love. And so that's sort of the, this, it's my symbol of, of this gene key right now is that, that Phoenix um, diving through my heart. (laughs) Oh, what an incredible dream. Well, it makes me think of the quotes that I'd like to read um, from Richard Rudd. And the first one is beauty is cradled by silence. And beauty is nurtured by mystery. And beauty is a lens provided by love. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's so exactly beautiful. right. Yeah. It's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, you know, there's all of that. There's, there's the silence and the beauty of what we, you know, what we realize in, in that silence and nurtured by mystery and, is so fun to step into the mystery you know to me the mystery and the mysticism is is a dream like that and being able to realize the the what that offered you right what that meant for you and then you know coming from that place of love into the world that's the beauty right there yeah i i uh, i love it when i have dreams like that uh yeah yeah because it's it is you know and i i think this is another thing you know we we find there's there's so much information and there's so much beauty to be experienced when we do go inward when we're able to uh find that place of silence inside of us and um and just allow ourselves to be there so that you know i love how the the shadow turns into the city how how it like they're not different from each other in some ways they're interrelated aren't they and they're yeah. one process God. yeah it, it um I love talking about this gene key as well and um I love that when we finally step in embrace the beauty embrace everything about this gene key and Uh, find that connection with ourselves in our spirit through love that we are then modeling that we can't help but model that for others Mm -hmm. and we when we stand in that place others feel it and others are more able to find that place within themselves Mm 
And that's what I love about healing, actually, and awareness and learning and going deep and all the things that you and I have, have talked about during the Mystic Margaritas. So thank you, speaking of which. And thank you to Inspired Choices Network for making it possible for us. It's been a great yeah, job. It is. And, and, you know, and being able to recognize that, that there is beauty in every moment of our lives, if we're willing to look at, for it, right? If we're willing to, um, to really have that um, idea of, Oh, this might be for another show, but but I've been playing with the word that keeps coming up for me. And did we talk about this last time? Pronoia? Did we talk about pronoia? Oh, we're going to talk about it so- sometime soon. So you got to look up pronoia. I'm going to okay. look it up. It sounds like a good one. I can tell you. It's going to be good. Uh, so so next week uh, we are looking at the gene key of def- uh, gene key 43. Okay. The shadow of deafness, the gift of insight, and the city of epiphany. Mm, that'll be really interesting. Deafness, um, yeah. you know, because that, you know, we, I mean, we can cho- maybe not choose subconsciously. I think, you know, we our hearing can shut off, right? Um, especially when we're in stress, um, and we can also just turn our turn away from you know being willing to hear things so that'll be a fun discussion next week right selective hearing is what you're talking about (laughs) yeah yeah well so so let's uh spend a few more uh, uh this last minute or so in in beauty shall we let's do it hmm Yeah, I know that there's, you know, this this discomfort with um, uh, silence on the radio. <laughs> so I think, Margaret, of your your suggestion, which is beautiful, of if you find yourself because you are you're you're in your mind, just pull the energy down to your heart. Yeah, yeah, and from there, everything becomes more beautiful if you just spend even a few seconds there. Everything becomes more beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All beauty through the next week. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, so much for joining us. And uh, have a beautiful week ahead. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.